When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) May the 5th. We are pulling up to London, y'all. It's the day you need to block out in your calendar. It's on a Sunday. So London, surrounding areas, all the black people that live in Europe, wherever you at, this your chance. That's right. We're super excited to be bringing the last portion of the Climax Tour to London. If you came to our show last year, this will be a completely different show. Wilder, more oh. fun. Well, I did get on top of Here that couple and do the six. And there was a woman who stapled money to her cheek and started bleeding. But we got to step it up in London. We're going to step it up. So head on over to whorehive.com and get your tickets now. Hey, guys. Welcome to a Valentine's Day edition host of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Pat Stein, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. Dead Beach. Welcome back, y'all. I'm Wheezy. We're here for another episode in L.A., but I got to tell you how I know our two guests. Oh. Okay. So okay. I've known Heather forever for following her because I just like following hot bitches. No, <laughs> But I always unfollow them when I go through my body dysmorphia. I'd be like, oh, no, bitch, I'm too fat for this whole right now. <laughs> like, I got I to gotta unfollow. And then I saw your page one day. I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And then I saw Heather on it. And I was like, oh, God, no. Yep, there are and, a couple. See, when you follow niggas that look really good, you got to look at the girlfriend. If the girlfriend's mid, you'll be fine. But if the girlfriend's fine, nah, nah, no. nah, the mid-girlfriends end up getting pregnant over and over. And it don't matter, though. Because when they get with you, it's just like, oh, yeah, I see why. Oh, I'm not about to get no Heather smoke. Oh, what my God. do? Well, like too many pics? Well, y'all, we are joined today by T-Rail and Heather Sanders, host of the Back on Fig podcast. And ladies listening, y'all may have purchased clothes because it's been around forever. Heather Sanders is the owner of Sorella Boutique. Yeah. And we're excited to have y'all on here to talk about. We hoping they don't break up after this, actually, but we're going to dig into some Wait, relationships. Should we today. do some Valentine's Day what? predictions? By the end of this episode, are we going to want a man or not? Right. Yeah, no. let's do it. Oh, we going to yeah. do it? Make us feel better. Thank you. Wait, oh. so uh, you thought Terrell was cute? <laughs> That's all I heard in the whole intro. Y'all see how we're both fine with the I was stuck there too. You thought we just brought the hair that looked good. good. But we can't bring up honesty couples. Do I look good though? Y'all both look, look really good. good. Do I look good? Can I be honest? <laughs> this is no shade. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Do I look good? Yeah. Okay. But the girlfriend is fine kind of makes you be like, oh damn. It makes you look better. Oh, so I look better. Oh, I look better because she looks better with her. Okay. Heather, tell me this ain't true. When you see a nigga on Instagram and his bitch is bad, you be like, damn, his dick must be really good. He actually is cute. They do make you think different. Like, she likes him for a reason. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Or the opposite happens. If you see a man and his chick is whack, it's like, Oh, he probably like. Yeah, he's whack. Hey, he's yeah. Whack, whack energy. Y'all What's just going on. They don't even look good together. What's going on? Sure. So I'm not a lame. Okay. And I look good. Okay. Yeah, I, did, I just I'm not just figured out today. <laughs> I mean, I because I didn't know I've been in a relationship too damn long. <laughs> look, we team Heather right now. We can't deny or confirm this until she does. <laughs> well, I wanted to start this podcast off with some icebreakers. Okay. okay. I felt like we can have a little fun with this. I also gave you guys some questions to ask each other because again. I want everyone to be single like me. Um. Anyways, 
<laughs> Let's start with some icebreakers. And we're going to start off easy. Okay. So would you rather have sex in a car or in the shower? Because I think both are awful. So which car. one you would rather car? Zero? We did some car shit to, <laughs> wait, wait, like a couple wait. weeks ago. It was oh. crazy. What really? kind of car is it? Is it a big truck? Is it a tiny car? It was, big body, a, big band. Okay. <laughs> yeah. band. I'm like, this is why I should have filmed that shit. Thought you should have filmed it. <laughs> okay, what made it so hot though? Because car sex is kind of like high school. <laughs> it is, but she still ain't never did that. And I was Wait, like, damn, you ain't never did this. like, I ain't never did this before. With you. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. Oop, she said that was the first time. I, I, we've I, I never done that, that before. I love that energy. Well, she just me off. Too, nigga. Yeah, we've never done that before. Really? I mean, but yeah, it is teen shit. It's, it's you know, teen kid shit. When you don't have nowhere else to when go. When you don't have a house to go to the car. In 14 years, you've never had sex in a car again? Probably. No, I mean. You sucked a car, dude. Tour bus. How y'all ain't never do? Maybe you did a finger pop on the way home? No. I don't think so. Uh, wow. Y'all no. are very, very adventurous. Well, now y'all are getting that. Okay. We're not really that adventurous. Okay, that's... I wouldn't tell y'all. Would, kids, you, so. would you say that, like, you want it to be, or y'all... It's just not really both of y'all thing. Yeah, it's just not really both of our thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because if I'm touching the pussy, I'm trying to fuck at that point. As soon as I give it a couple taps, I'm ready. A couple taps is crazy. What are your signs? <laughs> I need to know. First I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Gemini. Happy, when's your birthday? February 2nd. This oh, Friday. Oh, coming okay. up. Yeah. Happy birthday. Gemini. Okay. I don't know what this means for the two of you, but... We're I've compatible. Dated, I dated a lot of Aquariuses, so it's funny that you said, wait, you think he was cute? Because every Aquarius I've dated, man or woman, I feel like they're very into me, but they don't need much more, right? They don't need, like, crazy sex for me. Yeah. I know yours was. Bitch, my nigga said, I need you to need me. He and that's why he cheated on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, triggered. Let's talk about Aquarius, please. Oh. Okay. All right. Would you rather only have sex in bed for the rest of your life or never be able to have sex in bed again? Clearly, mm. y'all are y'all are probably a little bit more in the bedroom. But I would have to bed. go with option number two. Never have sex in the bed again? Well, it yeah. Okay. Wait, so you were just fucking a couch? I mean, the couch. So is it a bed forever only? Forever? For the, look, she's like, as someone who had fucked in a car in 14 years, I'm I'm gonna take the bed. I ain't gonna lie. I love even starting off like this little new little 22 year old I'm fucking. We literally have to start in the bed first, and then I'll be like, okay, now we can move to the living room for round two. But I like so to start in the bedroom. The, so you walk to the living room. Oh no, we'll be, we'll be starting in the living room because you know we have drinks. He rolling at the blunt. You know, I make it a little cute. I make it a little environment. <laughs> <laughs> And then after the blunt roll, we just smoked a little bit, had a couple <laughs> drinks with each other. I'd be like, ready to go to the room? <laughs> I want to start in the room a little so bit. So he hid from the back, boom. All the things, my get bed up. is... You know what? Let's get up. Well, and that's the thing. He's like 6'7", and my bed is at least tall. On the couch, it's a lot. Like, we got to figure this shit out. I think it's if like, I had to pick anything that wasn't a bed, it's couch or kitchen counter. Oh, girl, I ain't never eaten at your house. <laughs> now, bitch. Now, yeah. now, this is where I wanted to get what? a little Wait, spicy. That's crazy. I mean, your ass is on the kitchen. On counter. the counter is crazy. Like you, as if it's never been on that couch you sitting on. Ooh. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> Bro, you fucked in here. Night. Fuck, fuck. This was. <laughs> you I, was listen, here? I was very proud of the new space. So when we first moved in here, I was like, let me take this nigga up to see it. I was like, yeah, can you believe it? Look at the lights. I mean, also, look at the cameras. So you gave him some head in here. Oh, I ain't gonna be lying. Yeah. I, I felt wrong to fuck in here for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't. But mine. 
So y'all both fucked in here. No, so no, no, no. <laughs> I, I have another, I have a studio in Brooklyn and I'm not going to lie. When I got it, I was like, well, I kind of feel like a rapper. And I felt like that's what you had to do was fuck in a studio. <laughs> that is so I said, bitch, I got a studio. Come over here and fuck me in a studio. It sounded like, yeah, that's I right. felt like I was putting my masculine energy on the table. I love like, that. Nigga, come. Do y'all ever have, <laughs> when's y'all moments where you have, uh, do you have children? Oh. Three. Four. Three. Oh my God. That's four? So when you're with the kids and you get to break away, when you have a vacation, do you ever feel like when y'all are on vacation, you have wild moments? It's when the kids at school. When on is it? vacation, it's going crazy. I'm fucking all up and down Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> all up and down the road. I, I ain't Mexican know what that road called. What is it, bro? It's Cabo. You got that road. You just feel free there. What is that road called? And then they're always trying to like tequila you up. Hey, you're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. It's, you don't even know what tequila it is. They say, you know, no, Mexican you water. You, it, don't. It be, you don't care. You ain't never heard of, but they be like, this is from here. This is good shit. Mm -hmm. They ain't got this back at home. Nigga, that should be $12. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It don't be nothing. Baby. Now, we going to start real quick and spice this up before we get into our vanilla shit. T-Rail, let's start with you with your question because Heather's is a little bit more spicy. So for the listeners, Mandy has uh, prepared some questions for them. They're folded up in their laps <laughs> and no one knows what's on the papers yet. And T-Rail's on first. T-Rail, ask the question on the paper. Let's see what I got. You're going to answer it, but also ask uh, Heather what, what, what her answer would be in this. And <clears throat> act like you know how to talk into a mic, Mr. Podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> would you rather, would you rather I become best friends with my ex or best friends with your ex? <laughs> Shit. Um, and I'm like best friends with yours. What? You would rather him become best friends with his ex? Am yeah. I tripping or nobody in the room would have said that? I ain't gonna lie. I don't know if I would have said that. Hell no. Because Let that nigga talk okay, about my yeah. good pussy. Hold on. I want to hear why. <laughs> because him and his ex are already cool and I, I can deal with it. I know they both don't want each other. My ex just coming around like, ugh, why are you around? Like, you can't even be around me, my energy, nothing. Like, you're just done completely. Wait, okay. is it an ex you have children with though? Yeah. That doesn't count. Well, yeah, because pick, pick another, that's a that's a that's a respect you have for a human that is supersedes a friendship. Yeah. Well, yeah. then she don't it even is. know none of my exes at that point. I, only I was know just one. walking around. I was just okay. a fuck whoever. <laughs> I was a fuck oh whoever God. type niggas. So. I blame. okay. I can get that. I can get that. Heather, ask T-Rail the question that I gave you because this okay. one's we're only five minutes in it, and it's already <laughs> fucking spicy as fuck. Would you rather cheat and be caught? Or be cheated on and never be told. Cheat and be caught. I'm not getting cheated on. I'm not no weak this ain't ass bitch. your question. Wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm going to ask and answer. <laughs> okay, Terrell, would you rather cheat and be caught or be cheated on and never be told? Damn, homie. Yeah, just don't even tell me, G. Really? Well, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Wow. As a man, if he... If he cheats and then gets caught, it causes a lot more. If you friction cheat on me, and I know we're done, we're so really. But if you cheat, what if it's just if she sex, knows? Wait, wait, fourteen wait, wait. years, you know that we're, this person loves you. You're, we're done. What if she got a Mexico moment with her homegirls? Look, bitch, we out of here. I'm not fucking nobody else. <laughs> we, it's gone. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. I don't know. Like, you gave him. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Oh, Being no, that you know the, the type of woman you have, right? You know that she's probably not the type to have sex with someone else. Mm -mm. What would you rather find out? She made a really deep emotional connection with someone or that she just fucked a nigga on vacation? 
I mean, you mm-hmm. can just fuck a nigga on vacation. I mean, if I'm, if I'm a pick between the two, but still, you gave him hand. Okay, <laughs> this is on my knee. This is that is the emotional connection. Cause Wait, he probably, head is he, emotional connection. Well, to For him, me. he probably like, damn, this is crazy. To be fair, the one that I had where you sitting was this too. Bitch is crazy. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> 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 I, I, I would like I would like to ask you then in terms of cheating it overall. Clearly, sex is an issue. Do you believe in emotional cheating or like liking posts on Instagram? Do things like that bother you? Like, what what do you what what is your idea of cheating outside of sex? Are there other forms of it? Oh yeah, you if you crack open a DM, bitch, you cheating. You crack on open a DM, you cheating. If you like it, you cheating. If you talking to a nigga too much, you cheating. This is just a it's you can get look, brother, because for a guy. I don't do. I'm I telling you, shit you know, I don't, a, a slight. You can give a you can give a guy the slightest emotion, and he thinks he got it. Mm. So don't you ever do no shit like that. So if you if a guy DMs you and then you take your time to put him in general or a uh, priority, <laughs> wow, <laughs> private whatever it is, and you click, you like, you know what? Nah, I don't like you. So that's you, way it, too much. So for you're me. thinking of the way that men respond to feeling like they might be in the end, which is the issue. Yeah. It's not even really which. Are you allowed to have guy friends? Do you have guy friends? Yeah, I have a lot of guy friends. So what's the difference with that? Because those are emotional relationships. They all gay, and they my uh, homies. It's not no, not my homies. His far. homies and <laughs> her homies is gay, and then <laughs> her other male friends is my homies. <laughs> Pause. Let me just say that. No, this but, is a liberal okay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, but recently I've met a lot of new men friends because I go to a, a new gym. Okay. And I met a lot of new men friends. And you're okay with me having those. They must not be fine. Well, those, yeah, they cool. They all, they, yeah, they, they at the gym. They cool. They got wives. They they cool with me too. It ain't like I don't know them. I don't know of them. You yeah. know what I mean? So, okay. it ain't nothing like that. Okay, well, I want to get into our vanilla shit because 14 years, I want to know if you guys have done this. This has been a constant conversation recently. Even Cameron Diaz spoke about it. So this is from the New York Post. Sleep divorce isn't just a trend. New scientific research actually backs the separate bed theory. So let's get into that. A new research from the University of Michigan finds that it's actually more beneficial for couples to sleep apart than together, especially if a dis- uh, to have the disruption-free eight hours being the goal. The news comes as more and more couples are opting out of conventional shared bed sleeping arrangements. Again, Cameron Diaz spoke about it and she's now pushing the stigma saying that her relationships are healthy because there are separate rooms and separate beds for her and her partner. Now, I want to have a conversation because this used to be a thing with my last relationship. When y'all get into an argument, living together, clearly having children in their own rooms, have you guys thought to have separate beds? Have y'all slept separate after an argument? How do you go about the sleeping arrangements after an argument with each other? If I'm arguing with you, I might leave. You know, okay. I'm, a, I'm definitely going to sleep in another room. My energy is toe up, so I'm going to just go somewhere else. But what Cameron Diaz is saying, I think she's, that's rich nigga shit. <laughs> that's like Oprah said, man, get your ass in the backyard. I got a house for you. That's like rich. That's rich people shit. Like they always have their own homes, separate homes. I'm going to go over here, Hollywood. You go over here, Beverly Hills. Like that's they shit. Normal people, we do not do that. You better get your ass in the house. Full what time is it? Like we don't do that. Like, well, no, they were saying separate bedrooms. Separate, separate bedrooms, bedrooms is even like out of pocket. 
You know what I mean? Like, you think having separate bedrooms in the same house is out of pocket? I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to be in a house by myself. Like, I can't even be alone. Well, we got into it last night, and his ass was in his back on fig room downstairs sleeping. Okay. And I was totally fine with it. And you used to have like, no, you need to be in the bed with me. We need to say I love you before we go to sleep. Like, we need to be together before we go to sleep. We need to kiss before we go to sleep. And now I'm like 14 years. I'm like, nigga, if you want to go sleep on the couch, please go be my fucking guest. If you want to go down sleep in your little man cave, go be my guest. I'm fine sleeping with my baby. My well, baby yeah. sleeps with us anyway. Now then my question is, what happens next? You guys go to sleep mad at each other. You slept in separate rooms. And now what here. does communication look like in the morning to get over whatever y'all argued about? Well, this is the first time we've talked all morning. Let me ask you a question that I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. <laughs> to be 100%. You said that now you've let it go. Do you think that comes from a place of, I think the largest issues in my relationships is that I didn't necessarily feel like I was super safe in it. Like, you fighting, but you know you're going to end up with this nigga. You know what I mean? You've seen yeah. the love, whatever. Do you think that's why you don't give a fuck that he sleeps somewhere else? Or is it because you've learned that he needs space? Because some women can't give men space. Mm. Uh, Probably a little bit of both. Like, I know he'll get over it. He's just mad right now. He gets really, really, really upset and then he'll start coming down and then he'll think about it and then we always end up being good but he does need time and I just really don't care anyways I'm just like go ahead because I need time too because we have to be apart else we're just never going to stop fighting Mm. to keep the spirits up (laughs) because I need to have some faith this Valentine's Day because I really do want to know though can you tell me about something in the last 14 years where maybe it was like you know, when you feel like you'll never get over something. Mm. Tell me about maybe an issue in your relationship or something you got on each other's nerves with that you fixed. That I, that we fixed? That you overcame. Uh, Just something that's a recurrent theme. Like with my ex, he felt mm. like I wasn't considerate enough so that he was a real OCD nigga. He was like, yo, I know you don't think it's a big deal that I need things a certain way, but it makes me so angry with you all day. I can't even look at you. And over time, I started to really respect his face and like encourage it and just pay attention to that it's really something in his brain. Even though it's not important to me, it's important to him. Whether it be a love language, maybe too. Maybe she likes gifts or affirmation and you learned it. Go ahead, because you complain about me all day. I don't do this. I don't do that. You do yeah, this. Yeah, say something complain sweet about him. What is it? It ain't no fucking sweet. We are, no, I, you know, you, you've been working on it. Get We've been working on what? Big, you know, attitude problem. And that's just not with me. You feel me? That's just going out in the world. Uh, talking crazy, saying crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, just not giving the best vibe. You feel me? Like not being, just not being who you're supposed to be as a human. Sometimes, you, and everybody can't take that like that hard, aggressive Heather. You know what I mean? So you you calm down with that a lot. I told her, you know, just be positive, be positive. You know, everything is good. You don't have to be so hard all the time. So. She's doing that more. She's doing that more. It's it's taking fucking years. How do you com- how do you how do you communicate? Because clearly you seem to like a certain part of her. And when she gets out of that character, you're like, God damn it! Can can you go back to the soft, kind, nice Heather that I like? How do you get her if she's in a space where you're like the vibes is off? Do you have something to where you let her know? Like, how do you communicate that it's something you don't like? I think that's what. Okay, that's what I got to work on too. Okay, because. I don't have no communication skills either. So we both got to work on our, our our communication skills with each it's other, taken. telling each other a little bit softer 
you know, how things are supposed to go and what we're supposed to do. Because I'm right off, like, barking like a dog. You know what I mean? Like, shut your motherfucking ass up. Like, you know, I don't think you, know you can I mean? deal with a girl that's too nice and sweet. Even yeah, the comment like that you made you like about my girl can't do this, this, that. Do you know who do shit like that? Real sweet and nice girls. And they have no idea that they're disrespecting their man. If your girl isn't a super aggressive or dominant woman, then you end up with a bitch who probably pisses you off because she's too nice to another nigga or she's too friendly in the gym and doesn't separate the line. Those type of girls work with men like you. So you want this, oh my God, me, me, me. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Have you seen that video That's of Kanye's wife because with the nigga? And she was like, oh my God, I'm married. You saw uh, that? Yeah, like, girl, like, that's a lot. I'm married, nigga. Bye. Get out my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my nigga be like, it's just different though because she just, like, her attitude is just like, it's just like mine. It's, and she a, she's a girl. She's a woman. And you can't be like me all the time, like, People going to take it the wrong way, and I can't really protect you everywhere where you at. You talking crazy like that. She might get at a nigga. Wow. Look at him. He really just wants Aww. to protect you. That was you so feel me? We're so single. I, I would like to ask you then, <laughs> knowing that there's this uh, communication gap, how do you stay with someone for 14 years and y'all are still figuring out how to fuck to communicate with each other? Because that's like almost now a deal breaker for me. I need someone who I feel like I can come to and hold accountable for how they act and then not turn into an argument. When I was telling you I broke up with this nigga 13, year, 13 times, it's because every time I questioned him about his fuck-ass behavior, he just wanted to run because he didn't want to be held accountable for how he made me feel in his actions. So it was just easier to break up, take some time, and then I missed the dick and we just came up. And we never ever talked about any of the issues. Well, everybody so, not perfect. But I get that. But now I'm to the point where, no, I would like to be able to work through things and you understand and respect my feelings and truthfully apologize so that I know you're not going to keep doing that shit. So this being 14 years in and y'all still figuring out how to communicate with And y'all are young. Wow. You know, only when you hear 14 years, you, you there's a different look like in my head. They're like 60 years old. Y'all niggas in y'all 30s. So your yeah. 20s into your 30s now, becoming parents together, all these things. How do you get this far and not have a strong communication foundation? We, I'm just saying, we not perfect. Everyone I know, y'all perfect. He communicates well. Better than you. Yeah, better oh. than me. He communicates well. He'll tell me how he feels, his feelings, what he doesn't like, what he does like. He'll communicate that really well. Girl, I you are so have, lucky. Literally. I, I still have problems with communicating because I'm just wow. like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I'll just be done. Like, you know what? Though, wait, so you're men like, do tell us how to treat them and we don't really listen sometimes. And it's. It's interesting because, like, I feel like I would have begged for that in my last relationship. I'd be like, damn, yeah. what's he thinking about? What's he feeling? And I was always trying to guess, and it came off like I was so desperate. When you have a clear communicator, it is good. It's just, did that nigga piss you off so much to where you can't even... <laughs> he just makes me so upset because he talks crazy. Like, the way he talks is so disrespectful, crazy. Like, to even just if he gets into an argument with somebody that he works with. It's just so disrespectful, crazy, but... That's how my dad was, too. And my dad is really stern and mean. And I feel like I kind of like, you know, how you kind of like, you know, what you grew up around. Girl, so not he me. Kinda That's is like, my dad in I some ways. I would never date a short Jamaican in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hood niggas that make me feel like a princess. Yeah, that's, like, I mean, no. he does that too. But keep up the princess shit when you mad. You know what I'm saying? He does not. He does not let me keep up the princess shit when he's mad. No. That's so, tell me your favorite thing about your partner. Oh, that's a good question. You go first. It'll be a while for me. <laughs> let me think hard. And I'm it can't, and it can't be physical. Oh. Oh my God! It's fourteen years. You should I'll not go be first. taking this long. Thank I'll you. I go first. 
he I love how he is like he leads he leads us like he is like a good like um provider for our family he'll like make sure he leads me in the right direction he's always giving me really good advice he's so fucking funny I love that he's funny he's just like a boss but and he's just a thug and just like but he's soft with me and it's just like certain things majority most of it is just he makes me laugh and he's good to our kids. Let's, that's let's, that's let's a good 14 years. You make let's, each other laugh. He likes everything you just said, girl. <laughs> now, what is your favorite thing about Heather? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. He everything. Know. You know. Uh, she's a she's a great businesswoman. Great businesswoman. Very, very, it can't be physical, but very beautiful. A great mother. Great mother, man. Inside out is, is wild. I couldn't ask for, you know, anything else. Um, very consistent, man. Like I, I always say, I'm an inconsistent person, but you know, I can, I learn from her a lot. Well, don't get mad when that attitude consistent too. (laughs) Cause it is. (laughs) I have never heard a man say a woman is consistent. Consistent. Yeah, she is. She's very consistent when she puts her mind to something. Um, and she, she just does it every day, whether if it's uh, Sorella, Money for Nails, whether if it's TikTok. You've seen us out there with the fucking with the uh, tri- with the tripod. <laughs> like, God, my nigga got that motherfucker like it's a dildo paw. Kika's <laughs> like, got that bitch like, I'm like, this motherfucker look crazy. Sorella <laughs> is for real a big deal, though. And I would say, I think what's impressive about it is we're in such an IG boutique era mm-hmm. that like... You did that shit before that shit, though. And I re- recently... I mean, I think I always remembered it was you, but when I was shopping in there maybe a few months ago after the flea market, this white girl said to another white girl, you know, this is blackout. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, they love that. <laughs> they love it. They do. Yeah, they do. Bitch, keep it going. Yeah. I say that shit every day. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Now, you brought up dildo, so here we go. We're getting into our hors d'oeuvre. And, uh, I mean, all right, calm down with the sound effects. You know. <laughs> For our hors d'oeuvre, I would love to know from both of you how being together for so long, especially even after having kids, how you keep it spicy. For you, I want you to talk about what sex looked like after having your children and how you really got comfortable with that. And for you, it's being in this relationship so long and even through fatherhood and her being pregnant, how y'all kept it spicy or or Um, got back into it. I think it's just, you just love, you got to love your partner. You feel me? Just like, you know, I always think about uh, the first time I met her, you know, and that first time I met her, I'm like, damn, I'm going to be with us, you forever. You know what I mean? Like she walked up to me and I was like, damn, I'm going to be with you forever. So it's just like, it's always that feeling like, you know, I don't never have to fuck another girl. It's just a, I, I always, every time I look at her, I think about that. And, you know, it just give me that same feeling. You know, we have sex or whatever the case may be. It's it's just always the same for me. So I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't care. You feel He's me? always liked me, though. Fat. Because I've been through a lot of stages of Heather. I've been with him since I was 19 years old. I'm about to turn 34 on Friday. And I've been through a lot of stages. I've went through postpartum. Like, I've, I've gained, like, 130 pounds. Like, I've just, I've had Bell's palsy. My whole face was, like, paralyzed on the oh, right wow. side. And I've just, like, not always been my best. And... He <laughs> always <laughs> still loved me. <laughs> he was fucking me when I had Bell's palsy. I'm sorry. I, I really didn't want to laugh. I was about to be a sensitive moment. I was almost tearing up. And then he said, yeah, bitch. No, no. I tried to give a little cool little answer. I was just saying anything, but hold on. Okay. I think he said she had Bell's palsy, though. 
But, but okay, see, but whole face like this. No, whole face <laughs> drooping. I can't even close my hey, eyes. And one of the homegirls was like, hey, you was fucking her with Bill's palsy, nigga, you cold. <laughs> No, so I'm a I love that you made her feel special. <laughs> that pussy yeah. wasn't leaning. Yeah, he <laughs> was. <laughs> that pussy was right in that. So she <laughs> in that motherfucker going crazy. Don't do it. <laughs> 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 just... Let me see it again. <laughs> she got to look back at her nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. I hate it. Uh, Wait, uh, when the eye, let's just say, one eye was in, we need to go stay here. For real, when one eye was in New York and the other was in that LA. motherfucker was, look, it was doing this. Yo, it were you close. like focusing on the titties, like, or did you just learn to live with the face? Oh my God. You just gotta be in there, close. I just thought maybe you just fucked her from the back. That's all. Like, you that didn't have to see, you that know, that's. So then, with all of, let's remove the bells posse. This was a would, sex tip conversation. I would love to know then maybe if you could give. Um, I've shared. I've I've lost eighty pounds. I've been as high as two thirty five, all the way down to one fifty. I want to know what tips you would maybe have for women who have experienced those different weight losses. Only because to how I showed up in the bedroom, where my confidence is a lot different now. Yeah, I have standards now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know like. Being in a relationship, how that affected you sex-wise sex and how you stayed confident. Yeah. I just always knew that I was a bad bitch. I uh -huh. always knew that the pussy was it. I just know that I was it, you know? And no matter how big or I was, I knew that I could still do certain things that, you know. But it did kind of mess with me a little bit. Right? Like, I'm not, I don't even want to be touched. At some point in time, I'm like, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to do this. I don't look good enough, whatever. But still, deep down inside, I knew that he always loved me no matter how I looked. I knew I still had it, and I knew that it was still good. I were there, some were head there every morning. If you gain some weight, like, big, like that's at least, to me, niggas fuck with thick girls. They fuck with big no, girls. No, she, like, yeah, she gained 130 no, 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 pounds. That's mean, a whole other human. Listen to me for a second. Yeah, literally. She gained, she gained another body. Let me get it out. <laughs> men, also created two bodies. Men will fuck you Hold when on. you're big, right? Because you've got yeah. a beautiful face. But Belle Palsy? I know. The weight, to me, I'd be like, that could come and go. We don't know if that eye going back up. I know. That's love. Yeah, that was. And he was, like, every day, like, trying to figure out, like, how can we fix this? Because I was just like, you know what? This is how I am. Like, I was, like, ready to give up on life. I had back. just had a baby. Like, I was focused on taking care of my baby. Like, I didn't care how I looked. I was just like, I'm going to take care of my baby. He was lucky to even be in this world because he almost didn't make it during labor. So I was just going through a lot during that time. So, I mean, that didn't really phase me, but he was like, no, we got to get over it. Like, you can't be out here like this. Like, you could be like, Heather, this is not the end of the, your life. You know, I was like, you could just delete my Instagram. You like, could have been, like, been like Romeo from IMX. You could have just done the iPad. I could have. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, hell no. Because so the lip was still like this. <laughs> the eye was, was like, it, it was crazy. If you see a picture, Wait, where, How did that happen? Uh, I think it was caused from stress. It's caused um, uh, after pregnancy. Oh, wow. And stress and just different things just not taking care of yourself okay and i really wasn't so it was like oh i was reading everything like oh do yoga like meditate eat healthy um just go on about your daily life that's not even uh, the work shit you out don't tell me to do yoga with my and, and and that's what i accepted and he was like hell no like that's not what it that's not that's not you know happen. that's not it he said i'm a doctor I'm i, I want to yeah. ask a paternal question really quick because we're a women podcast. We very rarely have men on talking about being dads. But postpartum is a common theme with women. Mm -hmm. What happens with you when you see the person that you love being depressed as fuck and you don't even know what to do? Like, 
me have being you from ha- the ghetto, and she told me, shit, I'm thinking about throwing my baby down the stairs. I'm like, bitch, I got to get my baby up out of here. Who was you? And that was I scary. thought she was going crazy. My mom crazy. did that, too. And I was like, I thought she was just like, maybe she needs some attention. Maybe, I don't know, maybe she going crazy. I don't, I didn't know who what did, it was. Who did you speak to who did during you that on? time? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, she had went to the doctor or whatever the case may be. And they was like, well, maybe you have postpartum, you know. And Depression, I was, yeah. And I start Googling it, you know what I mean? And I'm like, let me see if this is the symptom. And so I'm like, oh, this, she got all of it. <laughs> so I feel like a fucked up person because I I took it hard on. I'm he was like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't ever fucking say about my, get my baby, bitch. Like going crazy on me. But I'm like, I'm just letting you know, because we have a three story house. So we have three flights of stairs. So when I'm going up to make my baby a bottle, I'm holding my baby so fucking tight. Because intrusive thought. there is. Yeah. And I'm like praying and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And I'm not you didn't crazy. feel like yourself. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. But I'm like, I know I'm not I'm crazy and I, I know I'll never do it. I know I'll never actually do it. I just couldn't ever physically see myself doing it. But why am I thinking it? Why are you thinking I don't want to think like this. I don't want to hold my baby tight when I'm walking up the stairs. I'm like, something's not right. And I didn't experience that with my first kid. I was like back to my normal it's self. It's really just the hormones. I had a conversation on my periods this podcast where this girl had got on birth control. And birth control was making her, when she got mm-hmm. to a red light, wanting to run it. Just like, she had suicidal mm-hmm. ideologies. Bro, look nowhere. at this shit. Yeah, just, no, you want to fuck normal and not get pregnant? <laughs> Bitch, you might die. Like, exactly. I don't even know what No, to do. literally. Just any type of medicine or anything, like, I don't just, I don't I, know. I felt like a fucked up person during that time that when she told me that, I was like, oh, fuck. Because the shit I didn't did, because I'm so extra out. I'm like, man, give me my baby. I'm just super overprotective of my kids anyway. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. You go over here and do whatever you got going on. And After Googling it, then how did you uh, feel for support through yeah. her? What would you food? recommend at to that point, listening? So after I did that, I was just like, all right, I got you. You know what I mean? Whatever you need, I'm going to help whatever you got going on. Like, you go over here. My biggest thing right now is, you know, if, if anybody out there, if you have any type of stress or depressed or anything like that, go work out. You know what I mean? That's okay. one thing. Go to the gym or... Let's run. Let's go take some walks and do that. You feel me? Like, um, I'm just helping her around the house. Anything had to do with the kids, I did it. Baths, diapers, staying up late, sleep bottles. I did anything. Every every single thing. So just to and help her out. And you recognize that that helped that it switched whenever he figured out what was going on with you, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, she, she was started like, getting a little better. Yeah. <laughs> this is real. This yeah, is real this shit. is real. And I'm like, thank you, because I'm I'm trying to, like, tell you that I'm I'm having a problem and you're just like downplaying it. Like, whatever, like you're crazy or tripping, whatever. But I'm like, no, this is like for real. Like, I'm not this even trying to be at, extra. Black which, people don't believe in depression. They don't. I mean? no, but I really they think don't. what you said will help a lot of dads out there. I have a friend who recently had a baby who, like, was venting to me. And it's hard because I don't have kids. And she's like, you don't understand, like, the bath, like. I'm already, I got the C-section. It's like mm-hmm. hurting me to bend over. She was like, and this nigga just thinks I'm being needy because I'm asking him to help me with a bath. And it does sound simple, but yeah. these little things make someone really feel appreciated. Yeah. I got fat for this fucking baby. You can't get this motherfucker a bath. Yeah. I mean, with you just having another human and you have to make sure that you take care of this person all day from when you wake up to when you go to sleep, it is nice to be like, hey, you know what? I'll take him a bath tonight. And then you could go take your own bath. Like, I can go enjoy my shower or I can go, you know, I like but to we, smoke. We, we like, were, I can go, like, do other this things. This happened to which baby? Because you have four. 
So we okay. have one that's not mine. Okay. And then I have three of my own, but this was my second baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. So were you scared to, when you got pregnant for the third time after experiencing this, then were you like, I don't know if I want to do this again? Yeah. When I got pregnant, I was like so sad. I'm like, I don't want to do this again. I'm so scared. He was like, fuck no, don't do it. And then I called my mom. I'm like, I'm pregnant. Like, but I don't know if I want to have it. And my mom has four girls and she's like, have it. Each pregnancy is different. Like you're not, it's not going to be the same as Zane. Like you won't experience the same things. And I'm so happy that she told me that because I I was like, I'm going to go get an abortion. Like I am because I don't, first of all, I never lost my weight from my second. I just got over Bell's palsy. I just got over postpartum depression. I'm just now kind of feeling like myself. I don't have myself fully back yet. And I like to have myself kind of back before I get pregnant. Right. Else I just going to be a big it's mess. It's going to be Else I was just already was a big mess. I'm like, fuck it. I'm already a mess. Might as well have another baby. No, she goes. And she is the best. Like, I'm so happy that I made that decision, like, to have another baby. She, like, completed our family. She's so happy. She's, like, the best. I'm glad you talked about wanting to have an abortion because we associate abortions with single people and hoes. It's just true. You know what I'm saying? But to consider it in a relationship after two kids. Mm -hmm. And I was sad because I'm like, like I'm not a kid like I'm not 16 where I have to go have an abortion and I call my mom and I'm just like yeah like I think I want to have an abortion she's like what she was like no you've already had kids you're not having an abortion if you get pregnant you're having your baby that's just what it is did you watch it come out were you in there like a doula holding it yeah I was you know you you had that postpartum depression and then she she got Bell's palsy and I'm like life is finna end this is getting out of hand, cause yeah, I'm like, this is wild. So I'm, I'm full. So now, you were scared too. Now I'm fully in it. You feel me? Now, now, now I'm fucking this lady. With, you know what I'm saying? With <laughs> lady. Palsy. I'm fucking this lady with Bell's palsy, and now she pregnant. <laughs> get over the shit, right? She came, I'm like, we're not having no kids. That's out. We're not so doing what, that. So what did that conversation look like? Clearly, you're scared. But Me, I'm like, cut you, it out. You no. also were like, yeah, no. I don't want to do this anymore either. Well, because he is like my best friend and he gets he gets all of my emotions, attitudes, everything the most. He's He's with me the most. We're together all day. He's my best friend. So any little thing, before I call my mom, before I call my sisters, anything, I'm going to him. This is how I feel. This is what I'm going through. Uh, I'm losing it with him. So he does get a lot of me, which is why he probably gets so fucking annoyed with me. But he was just like, I'm not doing it. Like, we're, I'm not dealing with you like that on another level. I just got over this shit with you and Zane. Like, I'm not doing it again. I'm curious to know then, bringing up the, the conversation around abortion and being single, a lot of women have the final say, which a lot of men normally get upset for. If they're like, I told you I didn't want this baby. I told you whatever. You still went and had it anyways. What did the conversation then look like when... After your mom said, no, have this baby, you then coming back to him and be like, I'm going to have it. Was there any... Yeah, he was mad at me for like, he didn't talk to me. We literally did not talk probably the longest time in our relationship for like seven full days. Oh, wow. Because he was so upset with me and my decision. And I was like, you're a piece of shit. Like, you don't want me to have another baby. But I'm like, whatever. He went through a lot. I went through a lot, whatever. But he'll get over it. But we literally went seven days without talking. He was so upset with me. But look, but postpartum. I'm like, you want to go to my first doctor's look, appointment with me? And he did. Look, so. of course I'm going to go. But postpartum, Bell's palsy. Before we have, before we even have that, we have this traumatizing ass fucking pregnancy where my son comes out 10 pounds. Nobody knows he's 10 pounds. 
she has this young man through still vaginally. Not this young man. Pound. He was supposed to be. This 10 pounds was, is a lot. 10 pounds is a whole lot. So he's coming trying to get squeezed out. The doctor don't know what's going on. I'm looking at the doctor. Me and the doctor at the thing like this. <laughs> at the thing? thing at, 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 look, at the hole? At the puss? Yeah, yeah. I'm at that thing with him. Like, we going to figure this out. <laughs> we look. We both looking. I'm looking. Then he cut her open. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, you saw the slice. <laughs> And then, then he's yanking on him. Now he's pulling his arm out. Boom. You know what I mean? If a lot of people don't know out there, I got a brachial plexus injury right now because I had a motorcycle accident. So my right arm don't move, but I just move like I'm normal. So a lot of people don't really, you know, it's just, I look normal. I, I know I'll, I'll just taught myself how to, you know, carry myself. But he came out with this same injury because you can have this injury when you were a child. You, oh, wow. You know what I mean? So he came out, finally, he came out and he wasn't breathing. I'm, I'm, so this was trying I'm to just trying to look for the yeah. cry. Where's the cry? 60 seconds, 20 seconds. And the it's other no thing with crying, cry. they also say when there's no cry that your kid could be autistic yeah. or something could be wrong. So so my boy, they ICU come in, boom, boom, boom. It's the 100 people over there. They doing it up. Finally, I go over there too. I'm over there with him. Like, I'm all over there. He finally got uh, like a little cry. I'm like, oh, he got a breath. Oh, he good. Then he gave a little bit more cry. I'm like, oh, he good. He good. Like, it was just fucking me up, right? And then his arm wasn't moving, like, and he just moving, and he just was like, his arm moving. I'm like, hey, come over here, man. His arm ain't moving. Like, they like, what's going on? I'm like, I got the same injury. I know it. I've been having it too like, long. Because, like, when babies wow. come out, they're, like, <laughs> trying to move because they, they really don't get to move in there, so they're trying to, like, spread open and move. And his arm was just staying down there, and he was moving this hand. So Terrell was like, what is going on with him? Like, what's happening? And they didn't even, they couldn't even, they didn't even know to the next day. How intense is this? How dad you got to be? So intense. But I'm not going to lie, I think, and we never get to hear. I got to stop fucking ain't shit, niggas, bro. Listen, because we never get to hear the traumatizing (laughs) side of what pregnancy means to the fathers, especially the ones that do show up in the room Mm -hmm. and do care and are proud to be fathers and welcoming new life. This is where it it was traumatic for you. It was traumatic. I don't believe that actually, it's obviously as love and care about each other, especially the things you've just said. I don't even think there needs to be a relationship. I think men just actually have to be more responsible yeah. and more caring and proud to be fathers. I like, agree. yeah, you know, I have a friend who recently had a baby with a girl that he doesn't know that well. And I'm just so impressed with the dad that he's been. And even me, I even said to him, like, oh, shit, I didn't know y'all's fucking shit. He was like, just because I'm a good man, bro. And I'm like, wow, we always associate a good dad with love. And I think men just need to really step it up to the plate. We don't have a lot of examples of that. I mean, shit. some some men are great dads, but awful partners. And I think that that's what we see. Mm-hmm. A lot of them want to be fathers. There's just strained relationships where women want partnership with those men. I wanted to ask y'all, though, outside of having kids, becoming mom and moms and dads, where men really want to be fathers, a lot of them, a lot of women want to be wives. And Heather, we were having the conversation and you have gone viral where mm-hmm. people have dissected this 14-year relationship where mm-hmm. you do not have a ring and you are not a wife. What are the, some of the things they've dissected in your relationship that you felt like, damn, how do you find that shit? <laughs> well, well, she got a ring. I definitely okay. have a ring. It's just not. I definitely have a ring. It's just nothing on paper. But I feel like because we kind of, our relationship kind of started on the internet. Like, we were on Instagram in 2010 when it first came out. Like, a lot of OG people, like, really know us. 
like being together. So they're just like, why? You know, she was really positive. The girl who cracked it all off. Oh, yeah, they're, they've been together so long. They have beautiful family, beautiful kids. Like, why are they not married? I love this couple. Um, and she she did say some good points. She's like, she's not going to be able to make any medical decisions for him. Mm. She's not going to be able to do this for him, do that for him. But I don't know. I just feel like we've like always just been like a hustle and like grind and like couple ever since we've known each other and just always like on the go, always on the move, um, always chasing after something. Not marriage, though. What like, scares you about putting that on, that this relationship on paper? Well, because every single, literally every single person besides maybe my uncle and my aunt, two of them, I have nine, have literally got married and, and got divorced. Okay. And it's such a big fear for me because, especially people that have been together for a while, they find like, okay, you know, we're finally going to tie the knot. And then a year, year and a half passes, a divorce. That's mm-hmm. my biggest fear because once I get married, That's I'm not getting a divorce. How I grew up, my mom, my, what my mom and dad taught me, you're not getting married just to get a divorce. Do you so want to get married? I'm getting married. I'm for sure getting married. He asked me twice. He asked me when I was wow. 19 years old with a fake ring. I've said this before. <laughs> but he's asked me with a fake ring from, uh, what's it called? What's that place called? Not Claire's. Fred Siegel. Okay. Fred oh. Siegel. <laughs> okay. And that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to actually move to California with him because he like gave me a ring. He really likes me. So I go and then we just were always on the move. And I was like, I'm not worried about a wedding. Like, I'm not pressed. And then again, in 2017, he's like, we started making money. and We started being successful in life. And so he's like, I'm going to upgrade her ring, I guess. And then on my birthday, he gave me another ring. Yeah, which I'm surprised is you one. lift your fucking hand. Yeah, it's big. And <laughs> it's beautiful. And then after that, I don't know. We is just more never like planned a, a wedding. ring then right now? Or you're just going to be engaged forever? Like... I feel like I'm married to, to him. And I feel like okay. a paper doesn't define our loyalty. A paper doesn't define... I, I was going to ask, you know, on, how, does that, how does it make you feel to hear her say those things? She's full of shit. Let me, let me tell you this. Because this is just how I just do so much, you know what I mean, on our relationship. So, and she don't, you know, a lot of girls on here, they just be pressured. Oh, get married, get married. It's just a pressure thing, but they don't know what goes into it. So... Like her, you know what I mean? You're not growing up trying to see, oh, we're going we gonna to get married one day. A lot of people, a lot of women are not doing that shit. So when I asked her to marry me, you feel me? After that, it's, she has to go do all these things. And she didn't know that. She thought I was going to go pick her wedding dress out. <laughs> <laughs> go pick the chapel out. She said, oh, you're, you're, the you're signing me up for more work. She Another thought job. I was going to go do all. So she was just waiting on me. To set the date and do everything. Oh, okay. And it was her job and she didn't know this. And I didn't either. <laughs> but in my heart, for some reason, I was like, I'm going to just give her this ring. But then, then that was it. Oh, wow. Then we finally figured it out one day. And I was like, damn, your daddy's supposed to be paying for this. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's and out. Then, and then I was like, you're supposed to be planning a wedding. Was I never no knew that. Was family growing up married? Like, were you not familiar with what it meant to be married? Uh, my mom was married, but it wasn't like marriage wasn't like a crazy thing. Like when I was growing up, like okay, my, well, mom, you know, my mom and dad. Yeah, but then you know when I was growing up, and I start really realizing my mom was going through a divorce. You know, I was just I'm on my mama's side. You know, right. I was going through uh, nigga, fuck this nigga. You know what I mean? Like I'm on mom's side. Whatever she talking about, fuck you. Do you, you get exhausted I mean? at people asking why you aren't? Yeah, oh, it's so question. annoying. Mm. It's so annoying, but I it is 
crazy. Like 14 years and y'all aren't married. Why, why, why? Is it just the internet or is it every Thanksgiving? Your no, hell no. I mean, the only person that presses me in my family is my grandma. And I'm she is 98. She turned 98 this wow. year. Woo. And I just feel like she's not going to pass away until I get married. I feel like God put her <laughs> on this what? earth because every time she's on the phone with me, every time Terrell comes to Texas and visits her, she's like, well, when are you going to get married, Heather? Like, and she's 98 years old. I feel like that yeah, is I'm like, so curious when you guys want to keep her grandmama alive. You guys will probably do it one day, right? <laughs> it's either going to be the super fly Travis, Courtney, we ran to Vegas, fly niggas got married, yeah. we nobody else. Or yeah. is it going to be the big, like, it's, I just feel like yeah we could go do the we could do we could go do the uh, you know elope you know, yeah elope yeah. and then had a big party because you know niggas just want to eat your food anyway and do it up man <laughs> so it's really it and really ain't even nothing. you see how much other people are involved in I feel they like are. to your to your point you already have the love a great partner and children mm-hmm. and then we still need something else from you still with me else. I felt like I'd had so many accomplishments in my life whether academically or just personally. And then the next thing is, okay, well, where's your man? Yeah. And it's so many things that we say to women that don't we don't realize make them feel worse. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how that must make you feel to think you've got such a great brand, you're beautiful, you have followers that love you. You know, a lot of girls online aren't well received from women. Mm-hmm. And to think like, God damn, bitch, can you not celebrate? Y'all still not happy for me. Yeah, yeah and we, you know, as time goes on, I see, oh, they got married in two years. Oh, they divorced now. Oh, here go my other friends. Oh, they get married. We going. Now they divorced now. Now I mean, I'm looking at of, all y'all. Everybody of, divorced. I'm there's like, a lot of trauma, I think, or instilled fear. And I say it all the time. There's not a relationship that I that I want, that I want to replicate. Like, I don't have a good, healthy relationship as an idea of what I would even want. I thought that the other day. Yeah. And this morning, I know who it is for me. Mandy and I have been saying we don't know anybody that has a relationship that we want. Shane, Booty, and Jared. They are... Happy, healthy. Every time I see him, uh, and mind you, they're flirty and open. And even when I'm talking to Jared alone in their house or a party or anything, I always find he finds a way to touch her or just say something to her. And I'm like, oh, I love men like that. Like, yes, you know, I'm not going to fuck some other bitch in your face, but I want you to know I'm here. They are so supportive of each other. And I think that like, where for a woman that talks about sex for a living, there's so much to say about, I don't know if y'all know Shambuti. But there's so much to say about her nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you let your girl do this or you let her post lingerie online and they're so happy and healthy. Eh, I still wouldn't want their relationship either because I don't think I would want to work with my man. And they work. They work closely together. They are parents together. Like, to me, I think I would want that separation from my partner to where he has his own career and does his thing and isn't super involved. He does, though. I mean, he does, they, but he's also very share, supportive and they work together. I do think... I wouldn't want to work I think, uh, and I was going to ask you guys this next because, I mean, he's a rapper and talented, by the way. Um, but how was... Is it working together? Because you've been together so long, so now you get money together, which I think is a dream, but yeah. it could be tough. And that's what she just said. We work together. We've been working mm-hmm. together for the last seven years together, every day. Go to work <laughs> together, wake up together, kids that. together. Yeah, we've been doing it. Yeah, I would say the last decade we've been how together do you, every how day. How do you compartmentalize, though? How you talk to each other as business partners and how you because we marry too. Each other as par- really as partners, it gets it becomes difficult. That's why I know I'm, I'm in a marriage. I don't want to do it with my partner. Don't want a business relationship with my partner because of those compartmentalizations of that, like the dynamics, and it's really hard to not th- take things personally in how someone shows up in business mm-hmm. and not 
receive it as disrespect personally because, nigga, you know me. Why am I doing all this work? Why are you not doing? Like, you know, so it becomes difficult. Would you advise against it now having worked together? Like, clearly, you're not going to get out of business together. But for any couples listening who may be considering going into Hell business Hell no, together, because I need her in certain in okay. certain areas, certain aspects. I need her in the That's business, dope. like, because certain things I wouldn't be able to do. And certain things she knows how to handle and she takes over uh, creatively. You, you know what I mean? So if I don't have her there, like, I wouldn't be able to do those things. So she's she's needed. You know, and I'm but needed that's in trust my areas. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm needed in my areas. And it's kind of like we there, but we're not there. You know, she's over here. I'm over here doing it. I, I'm not, I don't mess with her space. Okay. I don't mess with her creative space. I don't mess with what she's, what you know, what she's built and what she, you know, what she's know, what she knows. So for me, it's great. You know what I mean? It's great. So I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't dare, I wouldn't dare go out there by myself and try to go buy women's clothes by my fucking self, then have a photo shoot, then create it, then book models and then, you know, and then have inspo on the board and, you know, and then, you know, pick you out furniture. Know I know, her, yes, you know I know her strengths. Her strength. And so it's, it's no way I could do that. So yeah, she's the, I think I like it is that. a, yeah, it's a, it's a very, uh, big help. And I just like having a man with me because being a woman in business, people will like try to get over on you, try mm. to run over you, think that you're not, you know, like, like more, you know, as what you should be. Intelligent and I enough. Th- yeah. Or just like, and wow. I just feel like it, I, I have a certain respect when I have a man. That, Girl, you know, you. I'm going to tell me. you, Mandy and I, Mandy is the longest business partnership I've ever had. Right. And I have seen so many differences with WTF media specifically, like I have a male business partner and it's crazy because I've been in business longer with Mandy. So I've been able to see how people treat me so many times. A nigga will start talking to me some way and it's like he has to snap into it or maybe it's an issue with a client and there's no respect there until he has to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And I completely understand that because when I think about it, you know, I don't really know if for myself, I can necessarily be like the hound. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I really don't want to be that person. There's a lot of times where my professionalism will just go Mm -hmm. if I get like that. And I think in business, it's important for women not necessarily to have a male business partner 50-50. But there's always that one little representative. I think sometimes you need to just be like, okay, yeah, you handle this. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it's really, really helpful. And especially when men can respect you in that way too. Because a lot of men will make you feel like you're not doing enough in business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And going back to when you, it was way back this, uh, when you was talking about being married and um, you can't make the decisions whether or not if I pass away or something like that. But go get a living trust, guys. It's something called a living trust. Or you you can create a will between you guys. You you guys can definitely do that. So marriage is not the, you know, not the last thing you can do. So living trust or a will. Hey, hold on. Do that. Now niggas going to lean on that point. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> baby, I'm going to just put For you real. on my will, baby. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to just, we, we all, hey, that's all these bitches want anyway. See, you were saying that to be nice. Somebody about to do that. That's all these bitches want anyway. What part? You want to be in the, the will. Money. You want the, the money. The, 
First off, you saying that a lot of these niggas ain't even got no money. Calm down now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we out here making the money. Let's, That's be what very, I'm let's be very clear. When we met each other, bro, we date a lot of women are dating a whole bunch of broke ass niggas with no assets. <laughs> I don't know why niggas think we want to show money for child support or we want you to die to take your money. You ain't got none. Yeah, where's exactly. it at? No, we know there's black black women entrepreneurs are eclipsing yeah, black so women much. got the money. We just they need do. good dick at this point. I'm sorry. Let, let me go back. <laughs> let me let me refocus. I feel like Doctor Umar right now. Um, I did want to ask something about, okay, so you had the businesses, now the podcast. I want to ask you, Mandy and I, through the evolution of our show, we have had fans pit us against each other a lot in a comment. We could be literally having fun ragging on each other and they're like, ow, why'd you say that? Do they do that to y'all? And yeah. how's, oh man, really? They want me the fuck gone. Really? They want me gone. Well, because men just well, hate hearing women. Hold on, wait, wait. Women. No, you were on a male podcast, so now... I don't know how many podcasts you have, but I know you were on one with, with men. So I could see if they want to listen to you, now they got to have I could see maybe that. It's yeah. very, very male-driven. Yeah. You feel me? And then they're and that very aggressive. Is, that audience is very aggressive. And we're live most of the time. So they get uh, just to pick at you and yeah. fuck with you. So every little thing she says and does, oh, they're on it. You feel me? Maybe, oh, she fucked up the vibe. We just want homies in here. Really we don't need here and here. Girl, you I, might need a secondary podcast so you can feel yeah. that. Well, she does. She created her own channel. She definitely going to, you know, start doing her own thing. But to me, I'll be feeling like it's just like a small percentage of people in there. And it's a and it's a very big percentage of, there, of people that have their, uh, well, men that has their girl right there. And the men is like, you know what? What are you watching? You feel me? Like, hey, she on it. And then the the woman start becoming fans of what who she is, right? Because they're they're going to see her on social media, going to going uh, researching her on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever the case may be, and TikTok, and they like, oh, I love that. So I really don't, I don't, I really don't listen to them. I gotta, I I need that. I need that. I, I need that different aspect. You feel me on mm. on the show? Uh, I need a woman's opinion on the on show sometimes. Things. A lot so, of yeah, like I need the, I need a, a woman to say some bullshit. You know what I mean? Some some shit a, a man wouldn't say. You know? And everybody just like, oh, why she say that? Oh, you're my a podcaster God. first, right? Yeah. It's funny because no shade to me when I would see, I'd be like, oh, that's Heather's boyfriend. So on that podcast, you're. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine. She's like, I love that. But it's so crazy because when we met, he was doing better than me. I was in Dallas, Texas, working a regular job, trying to do something with myself. And then I met him and he was around all these celebrities and lived in Los Angeles, California and was just big doing it. He didn't have a lot of a lot of money, though. He didn't have nothing. Zero. But he was just (laughs) around a world. Yeah, he was around a world that I wanted to be in, right. too. And so I'm like, oh, he's like, you know, like, I love him. He's so funny, whatever. He brought me around his world and he kind of just brought me in it. And I figured out my way through it. And I was in it for a couple of years until I was like, this is not this is what I want to do because I'm a real boss. I know I am. I don't have nothing, but I know that this is not what I'm meant to do. Mm. I'm not meant to be cleaning up after y'all and following after yeah. y'all. So I was like, I have to start my own thing. And then I started my own thing with my other business partner, which is literally your twin. It's crazy. Yeah, Brittany. Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Brittany. <laughs> and we started our business. Well, I started the business first and then met her probably like three, four months in. And then we kind of just took it, you know, from there. And he was always involved, though. Always, It was just us three. 
I think that's dope. And I had my yeah. own thing. No, you don't. You, know? you don't want to work with your nigga. <laughs> oh, no, I said it was dope. Yeah. Good oh. for you. I love it for you. I didn't say, me saying dope don't mean I want it, but good yeah. for you. And I love that for you. what he was doing kind of just, what, well, what I was doing kind of overpowered what he was doing. It was, it was taking care of us. It was bringing the money in. It was, it was, I was kind of like, and he was the support system. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question that I've really been curious about? So, and this is just to end on this. You're monogamous, correct? From what I'm gathering. That means not a cheater, right? No, yeah. that means... Monogamous, I, you only have sex with each other. You only have sex with yeah. each other. He said he don't need no other pussy. You no, didn't like, even like it. Having, that the nigga was Y'all cheap. ain't having threesome. So... No. Okay. Not okay. yet. Um, I had known and seen you before from being on Adam's podcast. Okay. And I'm curious for you, both of you, Adam is so known to have sex on camera with his girl, right? And they have this very open and sexual relationship. Have you ever felt pressure to open your relationship? Because so many people nowadays, including us, are non-monogamous, right? So many women are bisexual. And yeah, it just makes me, I'm really curious about that. I never have. My no, not mom on camera. Not me. on camera. Not on, it doesn't have to Just be. because oh. they're, they're, like, even when he wasn't having sex on camera, right? Like, they're a very sexual couple and open and talking about it and she's bi. Like, the way that relationships have evolved, have you ever felt that pressure? And then on the other end, like, yeah, you're a monogamous guy sitting across from a man that's you know, doing whatever he wants with his girl. I hated that, too. I'm like, ugh, why really? is he in there? Like, he's going to, like, ch- completely change the way Terrell thinks, whatever. Mm. But he was like, I'm my own person. Like, I'm strong. He's not going to change me. And then my mom called me one day. She's like, um, this Adam and Lena that y'all are around, like, please, Heather, don't ever think that you have to do this. And she was, like, concerned, like, you know, that's not God's way. And this is this. Like, you don't do that, Heather. Oh, boy. And I'm like, I know. Like, I'm not attracted to girls. Like, I'm just a little different. I'm just not really, like, into it they like are. that. I'm not going to lie. Like, even hearing, <laughs> so, even hearing that, I actually just had a conversation with my friend last night. I've had people literally, to me, I feel like not respect me as a human being because yeah. I'm lifestyle, because mm-hmm. I'm bi, because we talk about the sex pot. Mm-hmm. So I hate to know that you got that call because yeah. of what Adam and Lena have chose to put out because I've literally had people treat me that way and I've literally mm, cut no, them that's off. Your mom. No, 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 no. Mom is... had, no, but I'm saying regardless, I don't know, and I ain't going to put the person's name out there, but anyways, there's a friendship recently that literally has ended because when I broke up with my boyfriend, she felt like she couldn't be seen out with me because I was a single woman now and she is not. Mm. And I was like... Horrible decision's been around that. And But that's what I'm saying. She doesn't know me for the things that I had to do out of survival in my 20s. I've shared it. But to know that now you really don't respect me as a human being because of how I live my life sexually. Yeah. I hate that, that, that there's calls like that. Like, I hate that. I'm sure they've know, lost I hate that. friends. Like, so I filmed, uh, I do a show called Sex Sells where I talk to business owners, right? And um, it made me think of Lena when you said, oh, we have a space to record our podcast. Because mm-hmm. I remember Lena took me to the house oh, where she shoots her stuff, right? Yeah. And when I went to her house, I saw, I don't really know Adam or Lena that well, just industry shit. I saw him playing with his kid in the pool and their family. And even in my own brain, I was like, oh my God, they're so fucking normal. Right? Like, I don't know whatever happened with your show. I'm not into it too much tea, but people can be normal. I'm sure that relationship can be healthy and this is healthy. And I think it's good to know that because joking about y'all not even having car sex before and this being the show all about sex talk, right? Yeah vanilla sex and that like these two relationships can be healthy and I do think there's a lot of pressure and maybe this mm, podcast right perpetuates now. some of it to have women 
be opening their shit for niggas to fuck other bitches. But yeah. at that same time, you know, me being over there at that with the on the platform with mm-hmm. him, it taught me a lot. First of all, I really did I wasn't used to white people. That's just okay. That's just <laughs> oh my god. So I was is Adam on that goddamn show used to white people. I wasn't I wasn't used to white people and these white people doing porn. So now it's my mind, world. yeah, it's it's a whole. It's uh, this is great. Yeah, white people it seem sex. like it's like they're crazy. No, but yeah, so <laughs> my, my mind is opening. I'm not being judgmental. My mind is opening. You know, and I'm I'm bringing her around too. So we go to birthday parties at their home, all the shit. You know what I mean? So and, and it, it was like you said, it, so it was normal, beautiful. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was it was it was it's a beautiful environment. <laughs> but this young lady right there be like, oh, okay, this young lady right here, she's the biggest porn star. I'm like, who? Oh, Mary Poppins right here? Yeah. So I'm looking it up. I'm like, looking at her. Like, like, this her right there. I'm like, what? <laughs> We're at a baby's first birthday party. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, this her right here, busting it open, pussy out, titties out, all and on I'm Twitter. Like, oh, see, this, it's it taught me not to be judgmental and shit that. like that because I met, I'm, then before I start speaking about her, I met her, talked to her, her boyfriend, she had everybody, nice people, yeah. very nice people before I knew what they actually did. I love so that. So that did open my mind but a I lot never doing judged. that shit. Not, I never no, judged no, going never over judged there. Them. Like, never, I never, never judged. Never. It's like, this is their life. This is what they choose to do. Everybody's different. Like, I'm like, maybe you could teach me some fun stuff to spice it up. Because, honey, I'm boring. Like, oh, I'm girl, just not. You can see you some videos. Like, I'm but not. to be real, boring on some real shit, not everybody needs the bell. I'm like, this is what okay. 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 the bells and whistles. Okay, 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 okay. Let's Hold not on. Say let me, bells. Let me ask y'all, because a lot of motherfuckers be saying boring, but what? What's not boring sex? Like, I don't... It's like, subjective. I will say it's all subjective. Yeah, like, what are you... Yeah, like, like, we get emails all the time. Like, spicy sex. Like, what is spicy what the hell sex? Am I, supposed to do? I think spicy sex, Um, if you're not using toys or doing shit like that, right? If we're not sticking our fingers in our nigga's ass. I feel like that's always, like, a, a moment. The internet just starts to get excited about booty holes and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think spiciness is truly when you're outside of the two people that you are. Maybe you're doing crazy role play. Maybe it's getting rough and it's like you kind of escape mom and dad yeah. or the couple that's always been fucking. You get out of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're wearing different things because this sounds basic. Putting on a sexy outfit sounds basic, but it's something that we don't really do all the time. Right. Yeah. Like when you change something that you normally do. That's You've been together 14 years. You know each other's favorite decisions, how to make each other come. The next time you do something that's different from the routine, that's spicy. Yeah. I think spicy is subjective. Yeah. Right. Like for me... It's probably fucking another bitch together. But maybe for you, it was the car. Like, what you just said, like, we should have filmed this shit. For me, someone else is like, the car is nothing. You know? Oh, the sex club. For me, it's being watched or like Uh, watching other people or having people watch me. Like, that's spicy for me. I can't. So I've tried to go to sex clubs. We're like, you know, always interviewing people in the sex club and I enjoy being in the environment. Bro, the second my nigga kisses me in a sex club, I'm like, oh, let's go. I don't want to be there. Oh, bitch, I I started off, bitch. You know how, like, when you go to a club and ain't nobody on the dance floor yet? Oh, baby, I'm starting it out, going to the middle of the floor, sucking some dick. Oh, <laughs> my God. Anyways, that's Take it. me with that you one day, please. Oh, I will take you, girl. I oh, want to no, see no, hold on. Oh, my God, wait. Oh, no. Are you cool with us? Um... Back it up. Rewind <laughs> Where it. Where is this? Rewind it. <laughs> There's a sex party this Saturday. Okay, so sex party. Oh, Rewind I it. I don't know if you, oh, you know, still cool with her. I need the experience of the sex party. So how do you walk in? Fully clothed? Yeah. And then is it lockers where you take your clothes off and get the room? Mandy. Well, I mean, it yeah. could literally even be a room like this. It could be a house. Like, in New York, there are lofts or, ba- like, basement apart, like, at, at the bottom of the floor. Okay. They have beds laid out everywhere. 
There's normally someone selling drugs. There's a bartender. It's free and flowing. And then a lot of the women ended up going to the bathroom and they change into latex, leather, fishnets, lingerie, like just get really sexy and you walk around. The ones that I go to, there's consent speeches. So you're given the play. There's puppy pads. There's condoms. There's for, blue, for pee and squirt. For squirting and peeing so that you don't get. I feel like she was like, when did the dog come no, in? No, the, the dog ain't. Joe Budden. No. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you, a lot of people are with their partners. They normally don't have single men there. So it's a lot more women or couples. And then you just start talking to people. And the next thing you know, the person you're talking to might start licking your nipple and then eat. Can I eat your pussy? Sure. And then you go into the corner and. By the way, I would wow. like to tell you, Heather. I, That's why her my ass is walking with your ass. I wouldn't be too apprehensive. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? Now you be a judge. He just said he ain't judge. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. It, it was a little. It, nah, yeah. It was a little judge. <laughs> no, I would actually say to you, um, I have noticed that women were really respectful of the men that I brought. And I was very surprised at that. They're, because they're that, that was the thing I was kind of worried about the most. Like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the bathroom and next thing I know. They're really, yeah. I feel like the average bitch doesn't understand that language. And people that are into crazier shit generally know how to communicate around it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, that's what's made me feel the safest, even though I don't have sex at sex parties. But I think y'all, some of the best sex I've ever had, I went to a sex party with this dude I was talking to. And we were talking mad shit about people. I'm like, look at that bitch you using the baby wipes because she got mad coming on her baby laughing about shit. Look at these white people over here. By this time we got home, we fucked crazy. I think just being in one and being around people. it, it's fun. So you can just go and watch. You can just go and watch. And they enjoy you watching. Yeah. You gotta be invited. Yeah, you gotta know. I'll send you, you the one I know about. I, well, we know, man. I, 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 I be knowing the owners. I'll fuck you. This one's in LA on Saturday. You know. It's a little Grammy well, sex party. Terrell. I <laughs> had a kid's party on Saturday, but afterwards, we look, get it cracked. Y'all well, coming to her birthday party? It's for I, Friday. I, I leave tomorrow. Oh. Um, I gotta go back to the East Coast. Well, she going to the wow. sex party and come to the birthday yeah, party. Listen, I'm gonna see Uncle Waffles and, you know, maybe I'll eat waffles in the morning with a bitch. But yeah. And maybe someone might have blue waffles. Well, Let's go ahead and Terrell, Heather, please let everyone know where they can follow you, listen to you, support you, shop from you. And Wait, we won't have over? I didn't even say I I've know, never right? had a threesome before. Oh, Jesus. Look. Girl, we knew that from this. Girl, oh, you did? Y'all got <laughs> There wasn't a moment, babe, that we, we thought it was coming out. Y'all just walked right. in the car a couple weeks ago. Okay? She, for a whole <laughs> hour, she said, I don't know if you guys know, I've never done it. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> we not gonna ask you that, girl. We, we okay. Up. What do you recommend? We you wasn't Wait, but out. you don't want uh, you don't like girls. So why do you want to have them? Well, just because I feel like he needs a little reward. Okay, this is what you got to do. This will be the most fun. I go to the sex party. All you got to do, y'all go to Vegas together or somewhere out of the country. You bring a bitch, let him fuck her, so you go watch. It'll be really sexy. And then if you wanted to stop, it stops. Oh, but that's but it. Also, that's but your also, okay. See, you see how you're already cringy. Maybe just let her suck his dick. That's the beginner. Yeah. Like, let her let her just suck his dick. Mm -hmm. That Look. He, all right. Y'all tell like, everyone know where they can follow you. And we need the update on when this threesome take place. I'll let y'all know when it happens. But you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Heather Sanders underscore. Follow my two businesses, Sorella Boutique, Money for Nails. Yeah. Back on Fig. Back on Fig on YouTube. Don't worry about nothing. Fig Unity World on YouTube and, and on Instagram. K-I-N-G-T-R-E-L-L -L underscore. And all of that information will be in the description of this episode. Y'all make sure you also head on over to whorehive.com if you are in London. We will be there on May the 5th, bitch, at the Art Theater. So go on over to whorehive.com and get your ticket. Also, go ahead and support us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Yeah, ho!
It's bonus, bitches. Welcome to another bonus episode of Horrid Blade. This is Yons. I am joined today with someone that you guys may be very familiar with. She is one half of the Cocktails 30 Discussions podcast, Medina Monroe. Oh, that was such a great intro. Hello, everybody. I know you've been waiting for me to come back, and here I am. No, I don't think they've been waiting. I don't think they've been waiting. <laughs> I said, are you getting cute? You said no, and bitch, you look cute. Bitch, this is just my hair is being molded so I can, like, have my pixie. I have no makeup on. Bitch, I am not cute. No one told you to come in with a whole, I don't even know what you got going on. I was channeling my inner Aunt Jemima. Happy Black History Month. You know, because it's Black History Month, I didn't want to say it. (laughs) You got to be careful. You you can't say it as a white woman. (laughs) Oh, bitch, don't do me. I am not. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Um, Hope that you all enjoyed your Valentine's Day with your nigga or your side nigga or your sugar daddy or just the nigga you fucking, whatever. Um, To start this episode, though, off, we're going to get into... Some icebreakers that Medina has. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's the first one? Let's okay. let's get into it. Get so into the it. First yeah. One it oh, this is so perfect for you because you're gonna have such a crazy answer. What's wrong with having sex on the first date? What's wrong with it? What are the wrong things about having sex? On Bitch, the first date. I, that's the wrong thing. I'm the wrong person to ask that because all the niggas that I've actually ended up being with long term or have even got connectual bonds to, bitch, we fucked the first night. Really? Um, but but would you find anything, any wrong things that happened with that? Um, you know, you know, bitch, we both have these sexually liberated podcasts. Yeah. So it's one of those to where we're all adults now. You know what I mean? So I Do think I? that when you were in your teens and your 20s, the idea of having sex on the first night, you know, was a bad thing. But I think we're adults now. And we I think even men know that women like to fuck just as fucking much as they do. Mm-hmm. And if you turn me on and we vibing, to me, I think if I want to fuck you on the first night, that's that's a good thing. Because that means I'm really into you. Is your phone ringing? Oh, it no, it was. I was like, what right? is going on? I was you like, hear that? Hi? Yes. Oh, that was my nigga. Is, it a, is my best friend? <laughs> no, that was my nigga. You, y'all know he got the little special. Uh, yeah, it was a, a deep vibration. vibrated ring. My bad. And it was right here by the mic. I was like, bitch, why are you looking like that? Mm. My bad, y'all. It was my nigga calling me nasty. <laughs> um, um, I had something to add to I, it. I mean, what, what would your answer be to that, though? Like, so, we are grown. We are. We are. And sex should be, we just have the sex and everything can just carry on how it would go if we didn't have sex, right? But one thing that I'm learning is, and I've had relationships that started with the we we fucked on the first date, but that's not the norm. And I feel like there's a dynamic switch up when you have sex with the man too quick, even not even too quick, just when you give up, when you have sex, when you give up them draws, there's this switch that I really don't like. And I try to hold on, try Mm. to hold on to it as long as I can. It's almost like before you have sex, they're so interested. They're courting. They're, they're because they're lying. <laughs> Once they get the pussy, well, lie to me, baby. They wanted. Lie to me, bro. You got to deal with you got to deal with a man who actually is not pressed on the pussy. 
That's the thing. I feel like even if they're like not pressed on the pussy, there's still a power change. Don't lie. They don't. They no because you don't know that they press on the pussy, but they're only showing up as their representative to get the pussy. And so once they have the pussy, if you see a, a, a man switches up in his behavior or even in his courtmanship or how he's showing up to you, even on the telephone through text messages, that's because he got what he wanted. He's not a grown man. He probably wasn't even looking for a relationship. He probably was only looking for the pussy. And because you gave it to him. So there is that scenario, but then there's also just like men want pussy. Not that they just want your pussy, but they do want pussy. They're always motivated by that, whether they just want to fuck or they still want to be with you. There is a slight change, and I don't like the change. I try to hold on to it as long as I can, but it really don't be that long. Um, Okay, the (laughs) next one. You catch your friend's partner cheating on them in public. Would you tell your friend that their partner is cheating? So I wouldn't say your nigga is cheating. I would say, I saw your nigga out with this person. Here's the picture. Do you know who this woman is? 